Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Textroverts, the podcast exploring the how behind the who of people working in tech. My name is Martina Simon and I am your host. This podcast covers anything but the job. We introduce the guest, move on to the buzz wheel, a letter number randomizer that determines the questions I'll ask, and we close with sage advice about careers in the industry. Plug in. We're recording. Sophie, over to you. Hi, I'm Sophie Zagakrans, currently working as a performance marketing lead here at Supermetrics. I've been at Supermetrics for close to two and a half years, working in performance marketing in the digital marketing sphere for close to 10 years now. I live in Helsinki, where Supermetrics is also headquartered. So here in cold Finland, I'm originally from here as well. And that's, I think, all about me. I mean, I'm sure there's loads more. We're kindred spirits, which is one of the many reasons I wanted to speak to Sophie, because we have that common interest. You guys who've been listening are aware of the format. We don't talk about any of the work after we do the intros. We have 520 questions, completely randomized. Sophie, please kick this off for me and give me a letter, number, combination. Let's start with F8. Eight is the topic of education. And the question, interestingly enough, is does the digital marketplace belong on the national curriculum? Well, when I studied marketing in a business school here in Helsinki, even at that point, like in the marketing curriculum, there was one course called e-business where I think we had mm. one guest lecturer come and speak about SEO and SEM. So at least at that point, it wasn't a thing really thought out. People have come from very different backgrounds and either been like self-taught or come in with some other type of expertise. I think at least there's a place for more formal education and other like higher education. We're moving into a world where you can't really do anything online in terms of entrepreneurship if you don't have at least basic understanding of how to set up a social media profile. And a lot of ways you log into even basic websites for like, you know, life admin things require you to have profiles or links and things. So are we not at a loss if we're not starting to teach this to young people in education or even people who are adults that want to go back and learn? I just don't think it's as available as it could be. Yeah. And, and overall, I think these days there isn't really marketing and digital marketing. You can still buy a lot of like traditional advertising placements, mm -hmm. but I think overall skills in understanding the internet and all the tools that are required these days, even if it's like spreadsheets and Word documents is something that should be thought out in schools. I love that you giggled at the word spreadsheet because I don't care how geeky it is. I love a spreadsheet. I think they're so important. And I think information categorization and hierarchy and data warehousing are more and more important as core skills in all jobs now as well. So completely agree with you. I have a follow-up question to this, Sophie. I'm so intrigued as that you mentioned an e-business class, but how did you get your start in what you do in terms of the learning and education? I got pretty like lucky in a sense that when I finished business school, I applied to all the different internships and junior positions mm -hmm. I could find. And at that point, there was like a collaboration between Google Finland and a company who was organizing employment and training sessions. And they were doing this AdWords Academy where you would work at a company and then Google and this other company would organize different type of full day trainings, like a junior trainee. I did that for six months and realized that this was the best type of marketing I could do because I'm yeah. not the best long form content writer or the best graphic designer. I have tried my hands at both, but it's those part of marketing <laughs> isn't really my thing. 
there's a lot of numbers to this, which always been where I've enjoyed spending most With time. Is the game aspect to the whole optimizing your mm-hmm. ads. And I got really lucky in that I ended up in a performance marketing agency where there was a lot of people who were doing this. So I could learn from people who had already been in the field for a while. We have similar stories in that respect. I graduated from university after studying law and I could have gone into law, but it was slightly more rigid than I wanted to be in my entire career. I was looking for more of the creativity and started applying to internships and started in a digital agency as well, where I was soaking up all the stuff. So yeah, I love that. That was your beginnings. I do want to know if it's possible, what's your favorite type of marketing tactic, if you can choose? When I started back in 2013, in Finland, at least Google ads was the only thing you could do. Nobody really did the other channels. So it's kind of my special place. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie, I would love at this stage to ask you for another letter and number combo, please. What about S3? The topic of sounds. The question under S is, where do you escape to for peace and quiet? We have two different places. One is just home. I like to keep my home very quiet. I'm, I'm not a person who puts on music in the background or anything. Since I live in downtown Helsinki, it's not always very quiet, even if you're inside your home. So then it's probably going somewhere in the Finnish archipelago close to here. My parents live 45 minutes by car in like a seaside area, which is very quiet. I've grown up by the Baltic Sea here in Finland. Close to water is, for me, a very peaceful place. Where would you advise someone go for their first time? Helsinki is kind of like surrounded almost by water. Everything is quite close. It's not that big a city. Mm -hmm. So walking along just the seaside is a really great way to see different areas. Our office is like smack dab in that downtown as well. And literally you can point like, well, that museum is over there (laughs) just behind that (laughs) building. So Helsinki is a really walkable city and One thing we have, which is, I think is really cool is I think a 10 minute ferry away. It's an old fortress on an island in the summer. It's a really like popular spot to go for a picnic or something. Is it true that there is an actual church inside a rock? It's called rock church, but it's more like on the side of a hill. And I used to actually work quite close to it. And you'd see the buses with tourists pull up. You'd know they'd be going there because there was like a steady stream. (laughs) Not necessarily to find the Lord, but just to see the church inside the rock. Because I know it's one of the coldest, if not the coldest capital in the Nordics. Like I've heard that it can get to some chillingly low temperatures. Now, how true is this? Like I'm hearing minus 30 plus, which is insane Celsius. Is that true? Well, I would say that's kind of a stretch. Well, this week we had minus nine one morning when I left for the office. My goodness. Maybe that's somewhere that's on the list for next winter. Let's see. Sophie, this has been a fantastic chat. I've really enjoyed it. Would love to hear from you with a final letter and number combination. Let's do E14. 14 is the topic of music. And the question is, do you enjoy easy listening music? In the space I sit here at the office, I definitely Mm -hmm. prefer that it be something like easy listening without vocals in a language you can understand so <laughs> so that you don't start listening to those instead of focusing on your work. But then when I listen to music, I really like to listen to it intensely. And then I want music that I really enjoy. So what type of music is that? Well, I would say it's a mix of pop and hip hop and R&B and... Uh... Yes, Sophie, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really appreciate you opening up and sharing some of your stories. They've been great fun. 
We're at the juncture in the podcast where I hand the mic to the guest and ask them, what is your sage advice for somebody listening, really interested in a career in tech, interested in what you do? What can you give back? If you want to get into the field of performance marketing specifically, a lot of stuff is getting more technical than it used to be. Things that govern how ad platforms work and how they decide on what to show and when to show and how does tracking play into it. Something I would recommend, it's picking which path. Are you more like the technical performance marketer or are you more the creative performance marketer? Like me, I've gone down maybe more of a technical route. I mm -hmm. tend to recommend like the official guide to how to do things, learning programs set up and mm -hmm. skill shops and whatever they're called. Then layer that with YouTube videos from people in the field or agency blogs tend to be quite good at having like a lot of content on topics that are relevant. Sophie, these have been true words of wisdom. This has been really, really insightful to get to know you a little bit. And yeah, I'm really excited to share this with the listeners. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Amazing. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We'll leave it here and speak again soon. Take care, Sophie. Take care. Bye.